0: If not, cancel and pay nothing.
1: If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken
2: seriously.
0: Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.
2: This is a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network.
3: For years, you've probably been saying things like, we're all going to hell in a handbasket. Well, we may have just arrived. Hi there, I'm Doc Thompson along with Chris Salcedo covering the presidential debate tonight on the Blaze Radio Network. After years of seeing reason, common sense, freedom systematically eroded, we have now hit a new low. And if for years you've said to yourself, I- I'm living in some sort of bizarro world, it's a bearded Spock universe, I just don't understand it, this can't be happening. I think I now understand it. I think I finally got a handle on it. Well, that we are now refreshing. reaping what we've sown for years. We have, I believe, hit a critical mass of hypocrisy, anger, and self-pity brought upon by our politically correct culture that we have really supported. I haven't, but a lot of people have. That political correctness has gotten us to a point where... There is complete hypocrisy from damn near everybody surrounding this election, from Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, the left, the right, Democrats, people that you thought you could count on. It is complete hypocrisy, and they don't even get it. Now, there may not be much I can do about it. I'm still going to get in there and fight. I'm going to still fight for right, but I know there's not probably a lot I can do, so I choose to laugh. I choose to laugh and mock them and watch them all cannibalize one another because there's not a whole lot I can do. So what we're going to do as the lead up to the presidential debate here, we're going to give you the the latest from both camps, show you the failures, but of course the the big news, sadly it's the biggest news is this Trump from Donald, this tape from Donald Trump. And we're going to go down and show you the hypocrisy from damn near every angle. We're going to start, Chris Salcedo, with the hypocrisy of the left. Is is anybody on the left being a hypocrite in this thing, Chris? Anybody Uh at all?
4: Absolutely. I mean, now, now the left wing is saying it's terrible to have a philandering, uh, sex, <laughs> sex-starved maniac in the White House. We can't huh. have that. Huh. This, the same left wingers were huh. making the case. It's just sex. It's only sex. Stop it. Back when Bill Clinton was in the Oval Office, now these same Democrats are like, they're, they're like saints all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, this is reprehensible. My goodness. A man who loves so women. Troubling. Oh my. Oh, gosh. Tr- troubling. Exactly. Oh, this is this is very disturbing. This is very troubling. I mean, a sexual predator in the White House. Can you imagine?
3: <gasps> well, fortunately, Bill Clinton is the only person on the left who's ever any politician or celebrity that's ever been in any type of of scandal involving uh, mm. women or anything immoral. He's the only person on the left that's a, I'm sorry, what's Anthony Weiner, okay, yeah, there's <laughs> there Anthony Weiner, you're right, I, and of course, they said the same thing. Oh, it's just, he was just sexist, not a big deal, it's no uh, big deal, you know. No. Yeah, here here's the hypocrisy of the left in general at this point. Like Chris said, it is the p- same people who have defended, I mean, painfully, hours upon hours, year after year, defending The reprehensible activities and actions of Bill Clinton and defended Hillary Clinton for victim shaming and blaming the victims of Bill Clinton's reprehensible behavior over the years and possibly rape. Possibly. And yet they're fine with with that all. They're 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 the moral standard bearers at this point, Chris. They're the they're on moral high ground. Yeah.
4: Meanwhile, you've got uh, Paula Jones, Broderick and Willie getting together on videos. We're terrified. We're terrified of a Hillary Clinton enabling presidency. It's uh, it, it is it is amazing to see. And you know what? I think you said it best right off the top. Hypocrite. They, they've they made hypocrites of us all.
5: <clears throat> Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it is
4: whatever position you ever held in the past. Guess what? It's been turned on its ear. Uh, when you're when you're forced to oppose somebody who you legitimately oppose and then defend somebody that that doesn't really meet with your with your standards or how you would conduct yourself or somebody you traditionally vote for. Because
3: the other side is so horrible. And that, <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. We've taken it to extremes. We are a critical mass of hypocrisy. Think about this. You've got. Do you remember Hillary Clinton's famous? It's a vast right wing conspiracy, conspiracy. Do you remember? Yes, right. I do. You, that conspiracy was talking about were the people that were saying, hey, uh, Bill Clinton sexually harassed me. Yeah, that that's what that was. This is Hillary Clinton victim blaming when she knew what was going on. She knew what was happening. And yet she has moral high ground. The Democrats that are calling for Donald Trump to step down. How about the limousine liberals out of Hollywood? You, if you haven't seen it by now, go to com and see Robert De Niro's tape where he just goes off on Donald Trump. And let me show you the hypocrisy from Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro and his Hollywood buddies have produced all kinds of reprehensible movies over the years that were attacking traditional American values and culture. When people like me and you said, you know what? Can we have some movies out there and some TV shows that so show some moral people, have some morality? Ah. Just knock it off, Doc. What, you morally superior to us? You're Robert prude. De Ni- yeah, you prude. Robert De Niro in the very tape where he goes after Trump in the very recording in sixty seconds, he's a hypocrite. in In, in a matter of he goes, he goes, you're a pig. You're disgusting. You, you threaten to uh, to punch somebody. Well, I'd like to punch you.
6: <laughs> ding, ding, <laughs> what, what? ding,
3: ding, uh, ding, ding. That is. Hilarious! In in a matter of a couple of seconds, he mm. does the very thing that he's blasting Trump for doing.
4: And you know what's sad? They're forecasting for tonight's debate, but because, by the way, that's you know that's where we're on, uh, folks. And because of all the the shenanigans going on pre debate, we decided to add an extra hour here on the Blaze Radio Network. But it could be record ratings.
3: Oh is yeah, that, toni- yeah, tonight's going to be huge.
4: Yeah, is that? A reflection on the depravity of the candidates, or how far the society is, uh, how how far the society has fallen.
3: I think it's all of these things, but a huge part of it is: listen, there are a lot of normal Americans out there, a lot of us, who, although we may have slight variations in our beliefs, are pretty libertarian in our stance, and we all have been walking around for years going, "Oh, this is crazy! I'm living in some sort of dream world. What the hell is this?" And I think we're feeling this and going, wait a minute, you just said, how many times have, have we said about Nancy Pelosi or Harry Reid or Obama or somebody? You just, don't you just, you, Tuesday you said this and now we've said that over and over. Let me give you another bit of hypocrisy, not directly related to the Donald Trump tape. But from the left and out of this campaign, do you remember the last, um, uh, the uh, vice presidential debate, which was Tuesday night? last Tuesday, we covered that and Tim Kaine's on stage moralizing. Do you remember Tim Kaine moralizing? I remember that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten about this. And somebody, a friend of mine out of Virginia reminded me, Tim Kaine was moralizing about his faith. And he said, I cannot force my faith on somebody else, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Tim Kaine, as governor of Virginia, forced five Virginia state police chaplains to resign because they, are you ready for this, Mm -hmm. publicly prayed in Jesus' name. And they were supposed to be non-secular. So, you know, the chaplains are supposed to be... Non secular. The the chaplains there, the ministers.
4: Yeah, I get. Apparently, it's okay not to force your beliefs as long as you're uh, forcing folks to be secular. But if if you are, you know, not not, it's it's okay to do it in the opposite. You you can you can force somebody to be secular. You can use the government force to be to force secular values on somebody who happens to be a person of the Christian faith. But not the other
3: way around. Now, folks. There is imo- there's enough hypocrisy to go around, including on the right. So that just touches yep. on the hypocrisy of the left. That just that just touches on it. And we'll get some of your calls coming up: triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you would like to point out any more, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, or tweet at Doc Thompson Show or at Chris Salcedo TX for Texas, Chris Salcedo Texas. The hypocrisy of the right. Let me think. First of all, <clears throat> I present Susan Hutchison. She is the. Chairman of the Washington State GOP. Now, she tweeted something that a lot of other people did as well. I just saw hers first. She tweeted that um, the reason Donald Trump said what he said and did what he did on that tape, it's quite clear, it's it's easy explained, that's when he was a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) See, he was a Democrat back then. Now he's uh, full-blown Republican. He's a completely different man. He was I mean, golfing with Bill back then. I mean... I- <laughs> she, she said she said Donald Trump's indecent comments in 2005, 11 <laughs> years ago, she points <laughs> out, yeah. were made when he was a Democrat. The hypocrisy of Hillary Clinton to say blah, blah, blah. And she goes on. You could go to my Twitter account and scroll down about a half a dozen and you'll see it. I mean, this. listen, you cannot explain this away. What he said and did... Is not the end of the world, and there's a whole lot of people out there that have done and said pretty bad things, whether it's a joke or or you know making it up. Boy, I'd like to hook up with her and ring her bell and ha <laughs> ha whatever, right? But it doesn't make it right. And to say he only did that because he was a Democrat back then, whereas if you look at his track record, I'm not sure his values in that have changed all that much.
4: No, uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump has not has not changed. On his personality attributes, very much over these last few years. I mean, guys, guy's still rich, still a celebrity, and he's just now running under a different party's banner.
3: So I want to point out a little hypocrisy from oh, some people like uh, some uh, politician or some uh, talk show host types. For example, Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity still standing behind Donald Trump. You know, still still in the Trump camp. People have found some tweets from his past. One in (laughs) two thousand nine where sean hannity tweeted i will block people who are vulgar vulgar disrespectful of women and children and who send me death threats so <laughs> back in 2009 if you were disrespectful of women then he's blocking you i mean he is pissed he's gonna block you but 2016 eh, you could be a little disrespectful of women. <laughs> ah, you know come on
4: it is uh, you know it, it's an <laughs> i saw another one a lot of folks are out there uh, uh If I can say picking on Hannity or or, or pointing back, there was one from 2012 where he said, it's time for the GOP to start nominating people with principles and ethics. (laughs) Folks, we're at critical mass of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. People present this stuff with a straight face. And I don't think – and necessarily – I don't think that it's necessarily people's faults per se that that, that they're being hypocrites. It's just the nature of where we find ourselves and that the country today – and, and, and I'm not trying to say this is defend Sean; he can defend himself. But it is way different than it was back in 2012. Way different than it was back in 2008. Or frankly, the way way, way back in 2000. Er,
3: but your values don't change, Chris.
4: But your well,
3: here's 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 what's it's really amazing. This is, it's amazing this
4: is how, what you can tolerate.
3: <clears throat> this is, well, no, you're right. But here's here's the reason is because over the years, people have become increasingly pissed at people like President Obama. Understandably, nobody yeah. more so than I. Yeah. But they're doing something that we have complained about over and over again. They started putting other things over their values. They started saying, I'm willing to sacrifice, dot, 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 because yep. it's so, it's, Hillary Clinton is so reprehensible and whatever. And when you do that, you paint yourself into a corner. That's what Sean Hannity's done. He used to be a guy who would say things like that, and I believe probably meant them. I'm not going to do disrespectful women. We need morality, good people, leadership, people true to their convictions. And now he's willing to put up with Donald Trump because Hillary Clinton is so bad. This is the critical mass of hypocrisy. As soon as you start giving an inch on who you are and your values because of whatever the reason, it's that famous what is line that is attributed to Benjamin Franklin, those that give up freedom for temporary safety and security deserve, deserve and that. will get neither. Yeah. Um, that's, what, that's the same type of thing. I know how you got there. But this is the reason... You've got to be consistent and maintain that or you end up like, yeah, let me give you another example. All of the politicians, the uh, Mitch McConnell's, the Paul Ryan's, the John McCain's that are in mass bailing on Donald Trump now. Okay, let me me point out their hypocrisy. Forty eight hours ago, they were on the Trump train. Trump was supposed to make an appearance in Janesville with Paul Ryan. And Paul Ryan bailed because of those comments. Now I ask you, Paul Ryan didn't know that Donald Trump had said such things. Paul Ryan believed up until 48 hours ago, that Donald was a moral person, that he was going to be in there for women. He'd never done anything inappropriate with women. He was shocked, shocked. I say shocked to find out Donald Trump would do something. Really? I'm supposed to believe that.
4: Yeah. Uh, let, let me bring you – I'm not going to put myself under the hypocrite uh, 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 headline, but I will say that, th- that this is where I am. And remember we were just talking about how you will accept – how you are more accepting of things the way the situation has changed, and you brought up Obama. And what I have said from the beginning of this – because I, I am supporting Trump to keep Hillary Clinton out of that Oval Office, and that has been my position on the Salcedo Show from, from whenever – from when he first won the nomination – uh, that it, to me, if you put up Donald Trump and you put up Hillary Clinton, to me, uh, Donald Trump is even given this remark from 11 years ago, still a superior human being, and that's testament to how bad Hillary Clinton is. But I have said that if I that if this if we had not just endured eight years of of the most extremist left wing occupier of the Oval Office, where the the Constitution and the rule of law has just been shredded, Doc, and and the real damage, and it's been real damage done to the country by this occupier of the Oval Office, a guy I call Resident Obama. If if that hadn't happened, if it was just some rank and file Democrat, if another Bill Clinton, let's just say it was another Bill Clinton instead of a Barack Obama, then I would have been uh, with a lot of these Never Trumpsters. I would have been a lot, with you know, because to me, Trump is just like McCain, just like Romney. Um, uh, Republican lights, Democrat, Democrat lights. That's all they really were. Um, but uh, I, I did look at, at we have been through the last eight years, the last eight years did happen in my mind and I couldn't in good conscience allow that to continue. So uh, my, my goal has been to stop this extreme lurch
3: left that has done so much harm to the country. And that's where, that's where I'm at. Well, see, and I understand that I, I get, I mean, I, I have a dis- I disagree, but I get that, and I can appreciate that. The people yeah. out there that have said, I, I will hold my nose and vote for Trump because Supreme Court, everything else, I get it. I, I understand that. But the whole time, you have to call Donald out for this stuff, not just this, but every mistake he's made. You've got, you cannot explain it away, Chris, and there's the difference. The Hannity's that are out there banging the drum every day, trying to pretend like Donald Trump didn't do this or didn't say that or didn't support these failed Democrat policies, that's the problem. If Sean Hannity day after day had said, listen, Donald Trump is is abysmal, but he's still better than Hillary and I have to do this. Okay, I can have a certain level of respect for that. But the politicians that have not just Sean Hannity, but the politicians out there who've been campaigning. How about Mike Pence? You're the guy's running mate, and you're shocked by this? Please. Yeah. These are and politicians, more. and there's Sean more. Hannity. What's that?
4: There's more. There, there are. There, the rumor is out now that, that that this is this is just the first salvo. Oh, um, there's I'm, more I'm, coming. There's there's going to be more coming, and how <laughs> Donald Trump deals with this stuff, I think, is going to be is is going to be key. Many have have, have observed that the, the, it looks to be the race is over as it is today. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens tonight in that debate.
3: Here, here's the thing. The politicians out there, the Mike Pence's, and yeah, I'm going to hold him accountable. Mike Pence seems, I mean, he hasn't been the, the standard bearer of conservative values, but he's been pretty solid over the years. Yeah. I've interviewed him at times when I worked in uh, Cincinnati. You know, we also got into uh, the markets or some markets in Indiana. So we covered Indiana politics. And he was OK. But as soon as you side up with Trump or whatever, without saying, by the way, he's all of these horrible things and offer me a reason that you are supporting him without pretending he hasn't done bad. Listen, for eight years, Rush Limbaugh, well, seven and a half, Rush Limbaugh defended the heinous government growing activities of George W. Bush, defended him. I mean, rabidly every day. You can't do that. You've got to be honest. Otherwise, you're going to be painting yourself into the hypocrite corner, which is which is more shocking and funny, though, Chris, the politicians that are going, oh, oh what's this? I'm I'm shocked, shocked to find how Trump would do and say such things or the politicians that aren't bailing on him now. Yeah. well, <laughs> Bob you know, Dole, Bob Dole said he's sticking with Trump because, well, the Republican Party has been good to him over the years.
4: Wow. See, and, and th- this has never been about party. I, you know what? In, in my mind, I, I I was watching some analysis tonight that said that the Republican Party, because of Donald Trump, and, and I've believed this from the very beginning. And there is some wisdom in this that if the Republican Party, let's just say Trump either wins or loses, no matter what, the Republican Party was never going to be the same. It was it was going to be decimated because of a lack of leadership and. It, I have often contended that the reason why Donald Trump is where he is is because of the failings of the Republican Party to date, the Mitch McConnells, the John Boehners, the same hypocrites that you point out, who have been who have been who have turned a blind eye and have allowed Barack Obama these last eight years to run roughshod over our lives and over the Constitution of the United States. They get everything they deserve. But now they're, oh, woe is me. This is going to relegate the Republican Party to 10 years of obscurity, maybe even more. We're going to lose the House. We're going to lose the Senate. So what? So what? It's, what have you been doing while you've been there? I don't, see much, I don't see much of a difference uh, with the exception of one holdout on a Supreme Court justice from the United States Senate – that anything else changes, still more growing of government, still indebted spending, still no accountability from Washington, D.C. to we the people. Nothing will change whether the Republicans control something or whether they don't, that the party is ineffectual and ineffective. And that's why, folks, Donald Trump has been able to swoop in and wrest control over that party away from a rudderless Republican Party that doesn't even have a value to stand on.
3: When you when you justify or explain away bad. As opposed to acknowledging what it is, this is where you end up ultimately. Yeah. We, like I said, we've just hit that that point finally. How about all the business failures out there, the businesses that have stupidly sided up one side or the other instead of just selling their product or service? For example, Tic Tac. Did you see the Tic Tac tweet? I did not. <laughs> Tic Tac, the mints. You know the stupid little. They're bad mints, but regardless, Tic Tacs. <laughs> they had they denounced Trump. Tic Tac did. Wow. Because in those tapes, he said, uh, I've got to use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. Oh. So, of course, you know, Tic Tac has to come out so people don't think they're official breath mint of sexual assault. You well, know, left, just so left, you the know. Bad,
4: left a bad taste in their mouth.
3: Right. Hey, oh, I see what you did there. Right. <laughs> we just want to be on record as Tic Tac is saying we do not support sexual assault. If you're going to go out and sexually assault somebody, you go ahead and use, uh, you know, like Wrigley's chewing gum or something. Don't. Don't use us. We're not the Mm -hmm. the breath mint of sexual assault. Go out there and use a velament or something. (laughs) Do they still make those?
4: I don't even know what the hell that is.
3: Go out there and use Altoids. (laughs) You know, they're curiously strong when you want to sexually assault somebody. Mm -hmm. Have we heard? Has Altoid come out and, you know, denounced Trump as well, just in case? (laughs) Surprising silence from Altoid. (laughs) Deafening silence from the rest of the breath mint community. Oh, By the way, uh, Ty Johnson, who is spinning the dials, radio styles for us in uh, New York this evening, um, have, have you been monitoring Tic Tac to find out if they've weighed in on the Iran deal, Hillary's email, uh, abortion, the alternative minimum taxes? They, have they weighed in on any of those?
7: They say they're taking it one issue at a time.
3: <laughs> I see.
7: <laughs> the Tic Tac vote. You know, they- so,
3: you're te- so you're telling me they haven't come out with any additional state mints.
7: Is no, that right? No statements. Oh, no. oh, man.
4: Oh, man. Well, that's a fresh perspective, I have to say. But, okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, Brittany Pounder's coming up, guys, here after the bottom of the hour break. Brittany Pounder's is, of course, of LibertyJuice.com and, and right up there in Glens camp, as far as a never-Trumpster is What an fortunate
3: name to be commenting on our topic this evening.
4: <laughs> well, she, like I said, she has been on, this, uh, on the on the show several times, and, is, no, and no, has
3: no, not her. I mean, she has an unfortunate name to be asked to comment. On oh,
4: well, you, you know what? She got called out by a Democrat, by a Democrat reprobate that was running in Virginia. That, that, remember that Weasley guy had his hair all slicked back. I can't remember this guy's name. Tim but Kaine? He, he no. <laughs>
0: No, yeah the,
4: the the other weaselly guy from. You were talking <laughs> eyebrow hair, right? Yeah, yeah. At, at any rate, yes, yeah, a Democrat <laughs> made that observation at one point uh, about her and got pretty right. disparaging. But at, at any rate, she is uh, well written. She's been on Fox sure. News Channel, been all over I'm the place. With her, yeah, yeah, and, and someone who has just—I uh, well, I, got to be honest with you—feels vindicated by what's come out about about uh, Mr. Trump. So we'll talk with her coming up after the bottom of the hour break.
3: All right, get your tweets in at Doc Thompson Show, at Chris Salcedo TX, at Ty Johnson News, or call 888-900-3393. Your comments
2: coming up next. You're listening to a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network.
0: No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.
2: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: The great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it. Is this vast right-wing conspiracy that has been conspiring against my
0: husband since the day he announced for president?
3: Yeah. Okay. Great. Because he didn't do any of those horrible things. It was all of the women. They were, you know, they uh, they were out to get him as part of the vast white right-wing conspiracy. What yeah. a bunch of nonsense! It's Doc Thompson and Chris Salcedo. We are uh, presenting now our pre-debate coverage. The debate uh, between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, the second of three if there end up being three, no. uh, comes up about an hour and a half from right now. Then the debate, and we will have post-debate coverage. And you can join us right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Joining us now, Brittany Pounders.
4: Yeah, Brittany Pounders with LibertyJuice.com, folks. Uh, she is uh, a, a, a well-renowned never-Trumpster. And uh, well, first question is here, Brittany, I guess uh, given the, uh, the, the tape that has come out and the promise of more tapes coming out, I guess vindication is the number one emotion you're feeling right now?
5: Um, a little bit. You know, I'm not I'm not joyful, but there have been many dark moments this election season taking the stance that I have, where I have laid in bed, awake at night, wondering if I've done the right thing, and that prick of conscience saying, yes, stay the course. And something like this comes out, and it just brings a peace that I have done the right thing and not caving.
3: You know, Brittany, I I can't help but think of my boss, Glenn at this time. And I, I think to myself, poor guy. If only he had just... <laughs> Just not said anything. Trump was going to fail on his own. I, mean.
4: I
5: had those same moments. Why didn't I just like crochet for the last six months?
3: <laughs> just smile uh, and wave, boys. Just smile uh, and wave. And, and Brittany, how about poor Ted Cruz? He missed it by two damn weeks. If he had oh, just waited two weeks. You know what? I have weeks. my own
5: thoughts about Ted Cruz. And um, I feel like I was about to concede those thoughts about Ted Cruz until he caved. And then I realized, nope. I was correct in the beginning. <laughs> that whole, really? all of that, but look here. I was listening to you guys. The last 30 minutes, y'all are hilarious. But there's a a little bit of a differentiation I want to make on what I feel y'all are saying is wrong. This is not a man who is just being raunchy. It's not just words. These are not words describing an action that um, is an innocuous way to describe how he felt when he dropped a hammer on his toes. These are words that he used to describe how he violates women and he gets away with it. And that to me, that's where the difference is.
4: Well, and again, we have to to understand there was no at this point, and who knows how many tapes are going to come out, or or people coming forward that there was inappropriate, some inappropriate stuff. We're hearing rumors of it now at the Apprentice, and so we'll leave that for a future time. But here's here's Trump speaking with a guy, uh, Billy Bush from NBC, and that that was it. It was words, and it was speaking. And some folks and Brittany, maybe you can address this because some folks are saying, OK, uh, some utterances by Trump 11 years ago, has that all of a sudden made our debt go away? Has it rebuilt our military? Has does does does, does any of this have to temper the skyrocketing Obamacare costs? None, none of this has any effect on real issues, but it's all anybody's talking about because why sex sells and it's salacious. Uh, I mean can can you look at what Donald Trump has said and said this is this is what the world rests upon uh, uh, of donald trump's word choices and uh misogyny eleven years ago
5: No, this is all simple confirmation of who he is and what we knew he he was since the beginning look. Trump said things. I keep hearing this. Trump said things. Hillary did things. I'm, I'm curious as to what they think I grabbed means. That's an action word. Trump's never been elected to anything yet. Give him a little power. Give him a little time. And I think he's going to be every bit as if not probably more so destructive than Hillary Clinton. I think he can make Benghazi look like child's play. So, you know, are the uh, the daughters of America so valueless that we can trample all over their bodies to beat Hillary Clinton? I mean, where are all the outraged fathers on all this? You know, I am, I am definitely no purist. Um, I can have a good time. But I'm grateful to be married to somebody who doesn't talk like this. Um, about other women and i'm infuriated at the thought of him attacking um, other women like this and i'm using it as as reinforcement as a mother to make sure my 16-year-old knows this isn't acceptable as for my daughters to understand that they never need to be objectified in this in this way by anyone no matter it, his power hold on hold on. His status, there, or his position. hold on
3: hold on there's my failure with this right here is i'm tired of this being wrapped about women It's supposed to be about people. While I agree with you that we shouldn't act this way, people shouldn't act this way, I'm really tired of the people saying, as a father of three young daughters, as a woman, as a, that's nonsense it's about people it's stop no, objectifying this is stop treating women. people he has poor. a
5: long history of targeting <clears throat> women, <clears throat> women and his Brittany. confession lineup no no
3: i'm not tape. saying i'm not saying he doesn't i'm saying the more we say of him objectifying women we shouldn't we shouldn't objectify anybody it's about treating people yeah. well you're playing into the Correct. narrative when you say absolutely women.
5: Absolutely agree with you absolutely yeah. agree with you but it's it's that's where the spotlight is right now and look his confession which is that's what i consider this hate it lines up almost exactly with jill hart's description of his actions toward her that is in her 1997 lawsuit against him let's not forget this is a man with child rape charges of which i've seen people try to discredit simply because it doesn't fit their narrative and no it has not been solidified yet it's going to have to go through the courts but knowing what we know now knowing who he is do we just continue to turn a blind eye and accept this as status quo this isn't a joke this is his attitude i mean he he looks at howard stern he says you can call my daughter a piece of ass Carly, look at that face. Can you imagine that? The face yeah. of our next president?
4: Well, you know, we, we've spent we've spent the last 40 minutes of the first hour of the pre-debate and we, we we should because, you know, what? hey, look, folks, like it or not, whether you're a Trump supporter or a never Trumpster or you're just trying to beat Hillary, whichever way you sit on this, this is what's dominating the headlines. But let's let's do talk about Hillary Clinton and uh, her own revelations that she's trying to tamp down a lot of damage control she's doing. Uh, let me go. Let me go through this, uh, Brittany, if I can and then get you to comment. She said to Wall Street, uh, it came out in these leaked emails, and it, isn't it, doesn't it say something, guys, that we have to find out the truth about the Democrats from hacked emails because we can't rely on them to give us the truth. Wall Street, she said, the people who know the industry work in the industry. This is what she was saying behind closed doors in these paid speeches. To a Brazilian bank, she said, hey, I'm for open trade and for <laughs> open borders. Open trade and open borders. Okay, and then to the Multifamily Housing Council, She said, folks need a public position and a private position. Uh, Come on. I mean, this this is exactly what we thought about this woman from the very beginning. She will say and do anything for the acquisition of power.
5: Sure. And you and I have spent many hours on radio and off radio bashing Hillary Clinton. I have years worth of Hillary articles and radio shows, and I will not spend a minute defending her. My revulsion concerning Hillary has been real and strong. But let's be clear. Most of my time lately has been spent on Trump because I assume if you know me at all, you know where I stand on Hillary. You know I think she's corrupt. She's dripping with liberal contempt for conservative policies. I've waited my entire adult life to fight her during this election and destroyed emotionally that it's turned out the way that it is. And, and I don't ever miss an opportunity to let Democrats know they have their own degenerate at the top of their ticket. I enjoy hitting that home every time I'm, I'm in a debate with one. But Hillary's not the one who's hijacked my, my party. And uh, the con man, that, that has she's not the one who's deceived and, and manipulated millions of, of gullible voters in, into taking over this platform. So yeah, I haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about Hillary Clinton on my particular platform. But, um, no, she's a big government-loving terrorist-protecting cesspool show of liberalism yeah, real, and real, real has real far quick. more in common with Trump than she does with me. Just
4: Yeah, just just a a, a little pushback on something you just said here, Brittany, is, it, is that she hasn't deceived – Her folk. Yes, she has. (laughs) A a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters are are looking at these emails and going, wait a minute. Yes, she did deceive. And this whole opposition to TPP when she's saying, oh, no, I can't stand TPP. It won't become law. But behind closed doors to Wall Street, she's saying, oh, yeah, open borders and and uh, open trade. And she's she's just as much a lying, hypocritical individual that we've come so to know she, her these years
5: she totally is but if you look at the emails i don't see any there there i mean the biggest thing i saw was that she appears to say something in public and something in private oh very wait, a minute, differently. wait a minute
3: there's also the felony
5: right if, I, guess, if, I get that no, no, yeah.
3: Oh, OK. I didn't I didn't catch that. Yeah, no, no.
4: It, we yeah. haven't talked about the felony. yet. OK, that's
3: what I thought. I missed it. No, there's a um, there's a potential felony there. And it looks pretty uh, substantial that Hillary's campaign, whether she was directly involved, she had some knowledge of it. It looks like that they were colluding with a PAC, which is absolutely a felony. And if it's proven that they did it multiple times, it's multiple felonies. So that's my frustration. And she should be
5: nailed on it. She should be nailed on it. But no one likes to know how the sausage is made, right? And it's stupid of her to say it, but are we shocked? I mean, every single politician does that. In fact, so do a lot of politicians. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Brittany. Hold on a second. They say one thing in private, and they say another thing in public. But
3: But you're saying we shouldn't be shocked on that because no one wants to know how the sausage is made. Well, I got to tell you, there's a lot of guys making sausage in locker rooms that are just having conversations that are just between guys. (laughs) Whoa. It's the same
0: thing. There's a double entendre in there somewhere.
3: (laughs) I was going for that.
0: No. No, I'm serious about this.
3: You, you can't say that's how the sausage is made when it comes to Hillary and you shouldn't be shocked and then say, well, we shouldn't be shocked that guys, you know, once in a while are like, oh, I saw her and she was, you know, I mean, it's. No, the, it's, no, no, no,
5: no, no, no. When I say we shouldn't be shocked, my point is, did we expect anything different? This was, was there a smoking gun that we didn't know about? I mean, enlighten me if I'm wrong.
3: Oh, by the way, i got a couple of pieces of breaking news here to get to. First of all, yeah. uh, Bellingham International Airport in the state of Washington has been evacuated. They got a positive hit for explosives. We'll keep you up to date on that. Oh, and we got just it. got news along this line. Billy Bush has been suspended now from the Today Show.
4: Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Now, now he was supposed to appear uh, tomorrow morning on the Today Show to uh, publicly apologize for this. Now, it's uh, Inside Edition that broke this this Trump tape thing. I, I've got Howie Kurtz talking about this, guys. But uh, Inside Edition had aired uh, a part of the piece that had edited out all the Billy Bush indiscretions uh, on this. And well, they were uh, trying
3: to help him out because he used to work yeah. there, and he's friends. Yeah, so. yeah.
4: And then uh, hey, you know what? If you guys, well, if you, if you have a second, Doc, I do have Howie Kurtz examination because now there are some questions they're yeah, asking. They're, they're asking questions mm-hmm. about what NBC knew. And NBC has had this tape for 11 years. Why now? Uh, Brittany, stand by. Uh, if you will, do me a favor and mute for me so I can play this. Uh, stand by listen
6: to this. Plenty of questions swirling around NBC, whose corporate family includes Access Hollywood as well as The Apprentice. Chief among them, what took so long? That tape of Donald Trump bragging about groping women has been in the archives for 11 years. And it just surfaces now, happens to surface now in the final month of a tight election. Now, someone with access to that NBC tape leaked it on Friday to The Washington Post. David Farenthold, who told me today he wouldn't discuss the source's motivation, but...
4: <laughs> well i wonder what it was coming from nbc but they they okay Brittany, you can unmute now but that's that's uh that's some examination a lot of folks are asking questions uh of what nbc's motivation was for dropping this they now just when they just
3: found it a couple of weeks before the sure, election amazing sure, sure they did
4: uh-huh okay
5: so tell me guys do you think that that the clinton com- the clinton campaign had a hand in this because Without i don't question. see this i don't think this is a conversation she wants to have either
3: No, No, I know. Without question, they. I mean, how involved they were, I don't know, but they were involved in this. NBC
4: is the Clinton campaign, guys. I mean, NBC, ABC, CBS—they're all the Clinton campaign. Who are we fooling?
3: You've got to understand something. Regardless of how you feel about the Clintons, maybe you like them, maybe you don't. They are a powerful political adversary and force. They—they are amazing they you know when you run for office and the higher up the food chain you get running for office the you know the greater the office the more you have to have your team in place but even at a local level there's an entire machine that you put to work for you you can't get elected to congress without having that machine in place so the clintons have had decades and decades of this on some level they or their people knew this was coming
4: yeah. Hey, hey, Brittany. Well, let's let's cut you loose. Hey, do do us a favor. Give us your uh, web address so folks can check out the articles you write. Very well written, I might say.
5: Thank you. It's libertyjuice.com. dot com. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks,
4: Brittany. Thank it. you, Brittany. Libertyjuice.com, dot com, folks. That's the uh, web address. Good buddy of mine. And actually, she still considers herself a friend, even though I'm um, I'm supporting Trump against Hillary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I'm sorry. folks. I, I, I am one of the few people that are going to give you both sides when it comes to what Donald said. Listen, if he admitted to sexual assault, I'll give you that. I, I don't necessarily think that is an admission, although I do think he likely was involved in some sexual assaults. From some of the interviews I've seen with people, it seems very believable. I think he oh. is also that guy. The things they say about his, his ego and his arrogance, I think he likely is somebody who could have been involved in things like this. You've got but Sessions I- out
4: there who was interviewed tonight, Doc. And uh, he was, you should have seen this. This was funny. I wish I had had the wherewithal to record it. It was He was sitting down with Brett Baer on their, their uh uh, election coverage. Uh, they they do a they do a Sunday night special report now uh, throughout the duration of the election, and he's interviewing. And Sessions is like, well, you know, this tape is it says what it says. It doesn't have any illegal activity in there, and well, there may be more that we don't know about, and there, and there likely are. He says, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how. A lot of folks who have been in the in, in the Trump camp are having to equivocate now because everybody's waiting for the next shoe to drop.
3: Well, no, and I think there's likely going to be, listen, folks, one way or the, uh, or another, we are far from out of this. And I don't just mean because the election is still weeks away. There is another couple of sucker punches coming from somebody at somebody that is going to wow you. I don't know how or what, but it's coming. Trust me. Here's the thing. I am not justifying anything. But as somebody who's consistent, I feel this is one of those areas. I have to go ahead and lay this thing out. I tell dirty jokes all the time. I crack wise. Love the dirty jokes. The right time and place. I'm not going to tell them to certain people. Like my mom. Okay, maybe I would tell my mom because she likes a good dirty (laughs) joke too. But that's a whole separate story. But I may not tell your mom a dirty (laughs) joke. Right? I mean, it's time and place. And understand, it's nothing that is harmful. Nothing that is you know, supporting sexual assault or, you know, purposefully degrading to certain people. No, it's not about that. And guess what? As a teenager, I'm sure there were times I told a buddy, oh, I'd like to, you know, with the, <laughs> with the thing and, you know, not again saying, hey, I want to sexually assault somebody. But you're a guy, you're you're pretty vocal about some of the things and activities you'd like to take part in with certain women. You know, I get that. So, I'm frustrated by the people that are pretending that they have never said or done anything like this. First of all, we're all sinners. Number two, most people have said something troubling along those lines. And ladies, you're involved too. You don't get off the hook because you say things about guys. And by the way, you say things about other women along, this lines in or- along these lines in order to bring them down because they're competent. Oh, look at her. You know, I bet blah, blah, blah. And you know what she does with Pete and blah.
4: Oh, I heard Becky. that she... Oh right. Becky, look at her, her butt.
3: butt! She looks like a total <laughs> prostitute. Um, am I am I right though? So no, let's you stop are. pretending you that you haven't said <clears throat> these things. I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying let's admit to your failures as well. By the way, Ty Johnson, uh, Donald Trump had uh, some Clinton accusers in a it, Facebook live, or no, was it a location?
7: No, it was, like a, a, it was a Facebook live at a location right around the from the university. He. He went on his Facebook page and said, uh, join me for the end of my debate prep. And he's going to have four different Clinton accusers also in the audience oh, at the town hall. Yeah. But, they're, they're, by the way, they're up, they're up there. There's this Trump, Trump holds presser with Clinton accusers. It's, it's right there at the top of Drudge. Yeah. No, it happened. And it was, it was on Facebook Live. The issue, apparently, the reason people didn't love it was whenever Trump was asked a question about anything, he didn't answer but he allowed the women to answer questions, but he didn't answer any questions himself wow. at a press conference.
3: Okay. See, this is, um, but let me ask you guys this. Cause okay. We we've told you what the latest is going on. The Hillary uh, emails have been leaked. The Podesta emails, and those are pretty damning possible felonies. You got the Trump thing, which may be uh, a felony. I mean, if he's actually assaulted somebody, or maybe just inappropriate or immoral. This is what's out there. We've discussed that. We'll get some of your calls coming up. 888 thirty three ninety three. But now let's shift a little bit more to the debate tonight. We're a little over an hour away from the debate. These two are going to square off. I mean, Ty... Donald Trump has to answer to this, and it's going to come out. I mean, it's a town hall. You know they're going to stack the deck or people are going to stand up and say, hey, what up with you and grabbing
7: the women's hoo-ha, right? What does he do? How does he respond to this? And he, he, Well, I was hoping that in the first debate, and I said it out loud on the pre-show before, that I hoped he would lose that first debate so that he would be humbled and return more prepared because I knew he wasn't going to prepare for this first one. The issue is going to be Hillary's still a woman, whether we like her, love her, or hate her. She's still are a we woman. sure
3: about that? Is that verified?
7: Well, she did have a kid.
3: <laughs> I don't know about that. I've, I've, she, right. doesn't, she doesn't... Uh, People <laughs> think she's a woman. She does not uh, support or uh, the, the traditional values I hold in a woman, even physical ones. She,
7: they're not well
3: represented. In...
7: But, but, but because of that, he has to at some way be humble about it so that other women who see it, 53% of voters are women, some of those women have to see him as a humble man who made a mistake, not just because if he just goes on attack, if he only attacks, it's going to end up being worse for him, and especially since you guys just mentioned there's more out there. Yeah. Does he?
3: All, but does he also have to attack with that, or should he just be the humbled, oh, I'm so sorry?
7: Don't attack. I believe now with this press conference he did, Hillary will get a question. After that question, he can attack. But wait. Don't just come out firing because, again, he'll come off. Like a jerk because Even that's what he Bill. does. Well, he's, guys, okay.
4: he's he's behind. He he was behind.
7: He was behind
4: coming into this. So he was going to have to make some hey if this tape comes out or not. Regardless, he is going to go on the attack. He has to. He has to stir things up. He has to be first off. He has to pull something off that he has not been able to pull off. Is genuine sincerity you mean in, in a <laughs> genuine sincerity about. About his apology. He he has to look at that camera and he's got to be believable and he's got to you've got to feel it in him. Hey, look, I'm sorry about what I said, but she's never she's never apologized for what she's done. He delivers that line and he makes it credible. He might have a chance. Now, again, this this is this is not all that other stuff out there that is yet to hit the fan withstanding. They may have an allegation of felonious activity. But if, if Donald Trump has committed to memory. All the stuff that I was mentioning with Brittany here a little while ago about uh, about here's Donald Trump and his his manner of speaking and his crudeness and crassness and not even Donald Trump is defending what he said. I mean, a lot of folks are saying, oh, there are people out here defending Trump. Hell, Donald Trump's not defending Donald Trump on this. He has said it was wrong. His wife has said it was wrong. So if he stays on that and then is able to say, look, and I said, I'm sorry about this. And I was honest with you and up front with you. And I told you I said it. And I was wrong to say it, and I'm going to be honest with you. This woman just had emails come out that that she was not going to release. Uh, Russian hackers had to release that. So um, if he can make that case credibly the way we just did, he might have a chance of turning this
3: around. What do you think's coming up tonight? Tell us now: triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You can also tweet at Ty Johnson News, at Doc Thompson Show, or at Chris Salcedo TX. I'm also looking for an over and under how many times the P word comes out tonight. (laughs) I'm giving it 10.
2: More of this special presentation continues next on the Blaze Radio Network. This is a special presentation. From the Blaze
3: Radio Network. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson and Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network anchoring our pre debate coverage. A little under one hour from right now, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton will take the stage in St. Louis for the second of what is supposed to be three presidential debates. And I would say Donald Trump's campaign definitely in trouble this evening. And you may be witnessing history. I mean, you're witnessing history anyways, but a significant, the moment of the 2016. This could be it. This could be the thing that 50 years, people look back 100 years and go, that was the moment, that presidential debate, because going into it, Donald Trump had to explain or find a way to get beyond these tapes that have come out with likely some other tapes ready to come out as well. This could be the moment, the thing that you remember and go, oh, crap, that's what gave Hillary the White House. <laughs> that's, that's likely what it's going to be. Oh, man,
4: it is historic on so many levels and all in a way that makes you weep, all in a way that makes you cry as we as we look at our our nation. And again, I hate to to make this about the current occupier of the Oval Office, but I truly believe that he has been so consequential. In what he has done to this country over the last eight years. I know he's on his way out the door. I know that everybody wants to focus on what's going on uh, as we move forward. But you do not get an environment like this in this country unless you have someone like Barack Obama first. I was just talking with Ty in the break, uh, Doc, and he and I were going uh, back and forth about about the the Trump devotees – that would, as he put it, take a bullet for him. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't understand those people. And I got to be frank; I don't get those people either. Because this, this, these last eight years, the way the Republicans have conducted themselves, and the way Barack Obama has conducted himself, I have graduated. I, I'm no longer. I don't consider myself a Republican. I consider myself a conservative. That's my ideology. That's what. That's what my guiding light is. And I've stopped putting my faith in people. I've stopped putting my faith in. In individuals, because as you aptly pointed out when we started our expanded coverage last hour, that everybody's in hypocrisy mode now. And this is what happens when you when you are slavish to a personality gone are the days of having somebody of integrity like a Ronald Reagan, if you will. Or to a degree, every bit of degree that he was, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, somebody that you know at least had the eyes dotted and the t's crossed in securing the nation, and had as their guidepost the Constitution. I have no longer faith in in people or individuals. I have faith in that Constitution. I have faith in my own my own ideology and the way I believe things ought to be, and that's what that's what guides me. Uh, but and I think you were kind of hitting on this earlier on when you're talking about. Leaving, leaving behind this—how um, did you put it? It was, it, it was just focusing on something other than the, the cult of personality is—is what I was getting from it.
3: At Stunt Brain on Twitter, Mike Opalka joining us now. Mike, did you hear the one about Raquel Walsh in the in the boat with the Pope and the, you know, the?
6: I, I hear about it. Who do you think was driving the boat? <laughs>
3: Mike, over, over and under the number of times the P word is said on the air tonight.
6: Uh, no less than seven. I'm going with seven. And then I think they'll, they'll put a moratorium on it because uh, uh, otherwise uh, Judy Woodruff will die. You will see <laughs> Judy Woodruff expire on television. Will uh, Anderson Cooper her. bust I,
3: out the P word?
6: No, no, he won't because he reserves that for Kathy Griffin in New Year's Eve. <laughs> 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 wow you know what mike that is a brilliant point there's that some is. more
3: hypocrisy that is right yeah. there
6: yeah. yeah it's uh it's okay and it, i don't know if you played um what was her name uh anna navarro flipping out And kept repeating it over and over again until Scotty Nell Hughes went, could you stop using that word? My daughter is watching. Okay, Mike,
3: but we didn't play it, but you're right. So, in fact, we could tweet out a link to it. It's probably still up at the blaze. We'll tweet out a link. So you have a panel of four people Friday night after this broke, and they're all people on the right
6: discussing this. And who was it that, that used the word? Uh, Anna Navarro, who is okay. not a fan of Mr. Trump, but uh, okay. she she says she's she concerned. quotes
3: him, uh, the, yeah. the P word Liberally. says it, whatever. Right. And then Scotty Nell's use is, can you not use it? But Ty Johnson had a brilliant point about that.
7: Yeah. Um, she had a problem with Anna Navarro repeating it, but did not have a problem with Trump saying it. <laughs> Yeah, well you know, let's go let's let's be honest
6: here. Who signs her paycheck? <laughs> and mm. and Anna
4: Navarro ain't painter, but
7: and she Well, she's C- technically uh, CNN signs her pay she's, she's a CNN contributor. Right, and that's why don't get mad at Anna Navarro repeating it. Get mad that Trump allowed Anna Navarro <laughs> to repeat it. If Trump doesn't say it, Anna Navarro can't repeat it. Get mad at the person who did it. It was Trump. Okay,
6: Ty, Ty, so then you should be mad at NBC for sitting
7: on this tape for 11 years. Of course I am. But I'm still more mad that Trump said it because NBC can't hold the tape 11 years if Trump doesn't say it on a hot mic. I know what to say and what not to say around a hot mic. And I'm way less rich and I've done way less media than Trump. So now you're (laughs) objectifying Mike, calling him hot Mike? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hot. <laughs> <laughs> is,
6: I'm a hot See,
3: we're all wow. hypocrites in this thing.
7: Did, wow. did, I,
6: did I miss it? Did you guys cover the opening of the uh, WNBA finals between the Minnesota Lynx and the L.A. Sparks tonight?
4: No, well, look, I missed that.
6: I, no, I was, Mike, it's you funny. Know what, you in know a what rare WNBA moment, fan I am.
3: I, in a rare moment, I actually was watching TV this afternoon as I was going through some news stories, and I'm flipping through, and I saw WNBA, and I said to myself... There's still a WNBA? Yeah, 20. That was my a year. reaction today.
6: Yeah, yeah, mine too, but you know, the Lynx and everybody thought Maya Moore was going to drive this all the way home and last second shot by Alana Beard and the uh the Sparks nudged out a 78-76 okay, let's move win. On. It's only let's game move 1, on. but I just okay. wanted to make sure we covered
3: that. Yeah, thank you. We make sure we get that in tonight. <laughs> uh Mike, um I feel really bad for uh for our our buddy Glenn Beck uh because so I pointed out a little bit earlier um had he just uh like left Trump alone he would have uh, failed anyways
6: Yeah I Trump was <clears throat> Trump was predetermined to fail it's just how bad and how big it seems You know we've heard the story now have did you guys talk about the alleged N-word tape that's out there
3: Uh no, like
6: the N word or an the N word. N-word. We're not. Who's talking reporting 90 that? 90 Who's reporting j- that, Mike? It is. There's a story floating out there. I'll send you a mm. link to the tweet on it okay. that shows that swears they have a, a producer from the early Apprentice days has Trump <clears throat> using the N word, and these are outtakes that never made it to air, obviously. Dear but God. I believe Mark Burnett has said anybody who anybody who leaks any of the material he owns will be sued until they die or something like that. But, yeah, this is... This you know is what's funny about becoming... this? I
3: believe there likely is more stuff on tape that likely will be released. But I believe But even if it there too. isn't, we believe this of Trump now because of the past tape, and we have a pretty good idea of his character. So if you're Hillary or Hillary supporters, you could say anything, and there's going to be a good portion of people out there that believe it. You say, oh, you know what's coming? The tape of Trump saying that, I like to club baby seals. And you're going to go, wow, there's a tape of him clubbing baby seals. Holy moly. And we're going to believe it. By the
4: way, if you (laughs) want that clip of of Anna Navarro and Scott and Hughes going back and forth on CNN, I do have it pulled up at your leisure, gentlemen. Just ask.
6: All right. Uh, Mike, uh, don't you think that's likely the case? I do. I do. And the um, uh, David Gergen, who is a respected political pundit, albeit by mostly, who? mostly for the By who? Who is respected left, by? Mostly. No, I don't mind Gergen because he kind of speaks truth. Oh, I truth. dislike Gergen. I, I just, He's such you a need, You need to just, you need to exhale on this one a little bit. No, he came out agree. and he said I'm if he doc. were advising Trump, he mm-hmm. would tell him come out with not just an apology for the tape, but let's get like a blanket apology. For a whole bunch of stuff you might have done so that if Clinton tries to go back to it, he can say, I've already apologized for that. I well, thought, didn't
4: he already do the, that? Didn't he say that? Look, I've done some things and said some things Wait, in my past hey, that I'm not proud of. But you know Friday what? Nights,
6: Friday night's yeah. hostage tape that yeah. came out. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I've got not- that, too, guys, <laughs> yeah. if you want to hear that. It really sounded and looked like he was – someone was pointing a gun at him and going, all right, now just read the card and shut up. Everything will be fine. The only thing <laughs> missing
3: was the blindfold. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> And so I, I believe he's going to make a bigger, more sincere attempt to do a blanket apology at the very beginning because we, we already know the first question or two is going to be about the tape. I wish people would <laughs> – I wish the audience,
3: just for fun, would would keep referring to some of the lines he used where he used the P word and and repeat them and say, like, ask what appear to be serious questions, like Mr. Trump, when you're grabbing a woman by the you know, do you use your left hand or right? And are you a
6: lefty oh, or a righty? Right. Mr. I mean Trump? just keep
3: throwing out really
6: serious stuff like that. Do you well, prefer shaved? Uh stop. oh dear god. Yeah, we see we we that, we've mm-hmm. dropped so far. Yes. And so, see, have have we, see
4: have we have we really if, dropped as far as yes we can we drop? we
6: have. We have. If we're asking <laughs> I don't the, think we've so. Been speculating that question, Chris. Yeah, I now, know. Mike, let me seen, ask you. And let me let me throw NBC this. See report on Billy Bush. Now they bench yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's
4: yes, out. He's out.
6: <laughs> so, let me ask we you guys this. Everyone's suggesting Everyone's suggesting
3: that Trump should come out and apologize, right? They're just saying you got to come out and apologize, right? This is what he's got to do. Blanket Gergen says got to be a blanket, and all of this stuff. Let me ask you: Is there anything to be said for him not apologizing or offering a minimal apology, and then just does what Trump does and just goes and and just beats people up? Is there? Can what? can he win? I mean, you're automatically likely he may not be able to salvage at all. So do you just go out in the blaze of glory and what got him there in the first place? And maybe maybe
6: it pushes through. Oh, man. Uh, you know, it was like watching Fonzie say he was wrong. The other right. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <really> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Kim, come over here. <laughs> Trump can't apologize. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think so, especially because if he apologizes, Doc, I think then he can point to some of the things you pointed at in the WikiLeaks. Yeah, see, and, that, and that's with Podesta. That's a great with, point. With Maggie Haberman. Did you read the collusion with Maggie Haberman saying oh, yeah. that the political reporter has been a reliable place where they can plant a story Who that is she with? favorable to them?
4: Who is um, she with, Maggie Haberman?
6: Uh, Politico was, uh, I think she, well, she writes for a few people, but they mentioned Politico in in relationship to Maggie Haberman she's saying so, co- they're quoted her as being someone they can count on to help push their agenda
0: forward
4: yeah and just for a moment of relevance here as we're talking about Donald Trump apologizing for saying words on tape when he didn't realize he was being taped when do we get an apology from from the Democrat nominee for saying one thing in public and another thing behind closed doors? When do we get an apology from the Democrat nominee whose campaign apparently committed multiple felony possibly multiple felonies on campaign collusion? When do we get an apology from Mrs. Clinton for for her dishonesty, for things that she's actually done as opposed to, you know, what Trump said?
3: How about this? How about Trump comes out, and I'm just again yeah, just playing pundit here, or somebody in his camp, because they're they're scrambling trying to find some way to deal with this. If he were to come out and say, "I'm sorry, I was a different man back then. A lot of guys say things. I was just talking. I know it's stupid. I was just trying to make them laugh and be one of the guys and be cool or whatever. I'm terribly sorry. I don't support any of that," and and gets that out of the way, and then immediately flips it on Hillary and says, "How about you?" Victim-shaming people that your husband attacked. Can he then do that? Can he pivot that?
6: I I would hope so. and I I think he has to. I I think he has to because, and especially, as you said, with the the collection of women who have been victim-shamed or victimized by by Bill Clinton and Hillary in that front row or in the room, I I think that's his best opportunity. And they they may have tipped their hand by letting folks know that they're going to be there.
3: Well, yeah, he, and these four women that that he had at this little event a couple minutes ago, it shows that they're going there on some level. It's just a matter of how big. I think, well, exactly. guys, he may come out big time on this.
4: Now, you know what that does? That goes against conventional wisdom. What have we heard? All the punditry class, almost universally, with the exception of Charles Krauthammer, who is 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 saying what Trump needs to do is what you're suggesting, Doc, is to come out. All barrels blazing because at this point, you've got nothing to lose. The campaign is over, according to Charles Krauthammer, at this point. The only way you can turn it around is to be yourself, as big as you have been in the primaries, as big as you have been. And you say, you know what, I'm going to push through this and I'm not going to fall victim to, to this tape that was sat on for years uh at least uh since Donald Trump announced his candidacy people have known this tape has existed Hillary Clinton campaign has known this tape has existed and on
3: some level dance with the one that brung ya I mean yep. I mean conventionally what do you wisdom, got to we, lose we would all say be safe that's what everybody would say but you know what I would have told Trump to do things very differently from day 1 and look where it got him so on some level I'm just trying to figure out what level that is Mike
6: I think you know you guys are right, and the guy who has nothing to lose is the greatest guy to fear because he he just he knows it's either win this or go home. And if you look at things like Nate Silver's 538, uh, you look at the prediction. Trump had actually eaten into Hillary's chances of winning this election and gotten up into the high 40s. It's now 80, 81.5% for Hillary to 18.4% for Trump likelihood of of winning based on electoral polling. And Nate, Nate does pretty good polling. So Trump is Trump's in the corner. And he's got to come out, you might think he's got to come out swinging, hopefully, for the sake of those of us who want to see an entertaining debate, he's crafted something that we'll be able to say, okay, I can get you I follow you on that one. All right, I'm with you on that one. And we'll get a little something out of this. If he just Mm -hmm. comes out you, you know, is it pa- Could you put it past him to come out, do something totally outrageous? And Here's walk what I'm out? hoping.
3: Here's what I'm hoping. Because those women are going to be in the audience. Yeah. I'm hoping he pulls out one of those dolls that they have in court for children and says, mm. Show me, show Touch- me where show Bill touched you. Show me where you.
6: Bill Clinton touched you. Oh. Show me where he touched you. That's what
3: I'm hoping. Because you know what? Oh Puppets God. and dolls, <laughs> that's wow. always going to be a winner for you. But hey, tell let me, let me how effective that would be if he sees it. That would be great. It no, would be. It no. would, it's crazy. Be, it's stupid. But you it know. would
4: be high. It would be high theater. And talk about changing the conversation, Mike. I mean, it's going to take something that big to change this discussion.
6: Well, it'd be funny if he said, Hillary, would you hold this, please? I to, <laughs> show me where Bill touched you.
3: Wow. <laughs> and Hillary, well, show me where Bill doesn't touch you.
4: Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Hey, no, let, let me offer you guys something. I want, you guys, I want to get your, your feedback on this because Lost in, in, in all of this discussion about what Trump needs to do to save Trump's candidacy, there are a lot of Republicans out there who are worried about their own about now possibly the House of Representatives being in play because of all of this, a, ca- a catastrophe for the Republican brand, yeah. which I which I believe the Republican brand was catastrophic before Trump entered the race. But give me your, your thoughts on, as we're moving forward, down ballot and what this kind of stuff means, Doc.
3: I think, I, first of all, I think um, for whatever the reason, I don't know if this has been calculated or maybe that's just based on what we do and see, but I really see Trump removed from the rest of the Republican Party. I don't know if the average people, you know, the the people who don't follow it every day, those people in the middle, I, I don't know if they see Trump as the, the Republican and the same as their local congressman or senator or governor or whoever they're voting for. Um, I, I think the House of Representatives and Senate are completely different. I don't think he's yeah. going to bring him down even if he goes down, so to speak. Well-
6: well, I, I, I disagree with you partially. I think the House is safe only because the, the victory is bigger. Uh, the the, the, um, the uh, disparity of seats between sure. the Dems and the Republicans is bigger. And it's a little more personal in the House. You have a little more connection to your district. As a senator, you represent a state. Plus, they only need to flip six seats in the Senate <laughs> for this to make a big difference and take control if you lose both the House and the Senate and the White House, we're not only worried about the party, we're worried about the country. Country. We, well, I'm worried about are, the country as it is. Yeah, we're headed to a socialist utopia. I and, mean, yeah. Barring, yeah. Barring, well,
3: barring Martians appearing or something like that, there's no way the Democrats take all three. It's well, just let, not let, me,
4: let me give period. you a, a counter analysis, if I can, because those like Kelly Ayotte and those like Ron Johnson up in Wisconsin who have liberal states— With this tape gives them the ability to come out in full force and say, you know what, there is no way in heck I'm with that guy. And it gives them the next 30 days to hammer how they're an independent voice. You're right. And no matter, and no matter which way this election goes, I'm going to stand up to the
3: misogynist
4: Trump or I'm going to stand up to the crooked Hillary. I mean, and so they get the best of both worlds. Right.
3: You're right. This actually benefits them. First of all, they've all been, they've been jumping ship like crazy. But you're right. Yeah. Prior to this tape, they kind of had to go, well, yeah, I'll support the nominee and just kind of move on because they know that he's a goof. So now they can be like, yes, of course, I have to, you know, and it it gives them a a pass to not support him.
7: There you go. That that's my thought. Uh, real fast, guys. According to the polls, mm-hmm. the in every Senate seat that a Republican, you know, that's up for grabs, mm-hmm. they outpoll Trump unanimously. There's not a single yeah. uh, Senate seat in which a state or any district where Trump outpolls the local mm-hmm. senator.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who uh, who is. Is the greatest missed, has the greatest missed opportunity, and that is the, uh, the Libertarian Party. Because at this point, <laughs> I'm serious, the Libertarian candidate should be kicking butt, but Gary Johnson is not a Libertarian, what? and he's a lepel. What is really a lepel? Right, right, I mean, my, Mike, <laughs> this was handed, not necessarily that they would win the presidency, but to make a huge showing and well, maybe kidding. be there once the
6: Republican Party crumbles. It, Well, even, Doc, if Gary Johnson were to pick up electoral votes in Maine, Nebraska, and maybe even a Mountain West state, and prevent either one of them from getting 270, then it goes to the House, and the House takes only the top three electoral vote-getters and gets to pick the president. The Senate picks the uh, vice Vice president. president. So you had a chance, you had a real chance for a libertarian candidate to block the goal of 270 electoral votes and then force it to the House. And I got to believe that the House, they don't vote all 435. They vote state by state. So you, would, you need to get 26 states to support you. And I think there's 26 states that could say, you know, as, as kooky as Gary Johnson is, he's better than Trump. So no de- way. Good so the delegation,
3: creep. just to clarify, Mike, the delegation, the, the congressional delegation, the House delegation from each state yeah. votes within. So if you have two people in your delegation from a state or 53, they all get together. Majority wins uh, who are, you know, OK, 50 more of them want Trump, so the state then votes for Trump or and you, votes for yes, Hillary you only
6: need, Each state gets one vote for the president if it goes to the House, and they have to agree. And if they can't agree, it, this mm. is all in the 12th Amendment. I'm, sure. Yes, I'm a, I'm a geek. Um, if they can't agree, they keep voting until they do. And if they can't get a president, we know the Senate will pick a vice president, and the vice president will serve as president pro tem until such time as the House gets its stuff together.
3: Wow. This is huge missed opportunity for the Libertarian Party. Yeah. And there is no truth to the rumor that Gary Johnson has been uh, campaigning with PETA going, this is outrageous what Donald Trump said. How dare you attack uh, animals this way? This is, you do not grab animals in any way, shape, or... That was... Uh... Does anyone else want to just yell, boo? boo?" I'm just,
4: I'm looking for, I was looking for my cricket sound effect. I couldn't find it fast enough.
6: Aleppo, Aleppo, anybody, Aleppo. Have you seen the picture, uh, the meme of Mike Pence? And, you know, he's just being Mike Pence, being very uh, professional and conservative looking. And it just says, he was talking about a cat. (laughs) What would you do if you were elected about Aleppo.
3: About? Aleppo. And what is Aleppo? <laughs> Isn't that a place in East Korea?
6: <laughs> it, never, it never gets old. It, it never, never gets, gets old. old.
3: It doesn't. Oh, All right. We're about uh, thirty minutes away from showtime in St. Louis, the, the second of what is supposed to be three presidential debates between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump tonight. Your calls are coming up next. Get them in now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What do you expect tonight? What does Trump have to do? What does Hillary have to do? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three. You can also tweet at Doc Thompson Show, at StuntBrain for Mike Opalka, at Chris Salcedo TX, or at Ty Johnson News. And we'll get some of your tweets as well as your calls coming up next on this the Blaze You're Radio Network to
2: a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network. radio
3: network i expect the ratings tonight for the vice uh, for the presidential debate to be huge I, I i i'm sorry huge i expect them to be huge <laughs> it's there's just so much interest in this from so many angles mm. and everybody knows things are not right they understand the hypocrisies out there they know the country is not right it doesn't matter if you're liberal or, or conservative you know things aren't right in your heart you know it's wrong so for these reasons, I expect it to be pretty big. Let's go to the phones, 888 thirty three ninety three. Get your calls in. Let's go to Daniel in Mississippi. How are you? Hey, how's it going tonight? Doing well. What are your thoughts?
1: Okay, he needs to be sincerely apologetic, and then he needs to pivot away from it, tell the American people that are watching what the mainstream alphabet soup media is not telling uh, such as the drone strikes that she wanted to do against Julian Assange, uh, the possible felonious activity with the PACs, And stay on message, get this point across, and don't mention Bill because that's too much of a tit for tat. Stay away from it, stay on message, drive her into the ground with her failed policies, make her have to explain herself.
3: Would you, would you focus more think, on the policies, or do you also go to the hypocrisy of saying, well, Trump is so offensive to women, meanwhile Hillary has been as well? Do you do you even go there if you're him, or how much?
1: Well, I, I think you, you bring up her hypocrisy as well, but I think
3: Bill should be
1: left out of it. Because that, to me, is, a, oh, well, he did it and got away with it, so I can do it and get away with it. That's not the way this is going to work. Trump is not the Clinton. The Clintons are in a league of their own. They're they're in their own, own little world. We're just passing through. But I did want to tell y'all about my Halloween costume that I wanted to get, but I can't figure out a way to get my head in
3: my butt. I was gonna dress like a liberal though. <laughs> get a running start. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> hey, yeah, quick quick uh quick quick question for Chris. Yeah. Sure. Your, uh, your Facebook
1: page, what is your background photograph?
4: The background photograph? I me. I haven't looked at my Facebook page recently. Yeah, <laughs> not, not the profile
1: picture, but the other one. Is it, uh, is it a uh, picture of the Constitution?
4: No, no. Uh, on, on the Facebook page? Oh, you mean what's behind the, yeah. the photo of me? Uh, that's, yes. Y- you know what? Now that you mention it, that's supposed to be a brick wall. Um, well, and I they, looked, just, they just did.
1: Chris, I looked up Chris Salcedo on Facebook, and I tweeted you guys also. I'm driving down the road listening on iHeartRadio on the Place Radio Network. Thank you. But, Thanks. um, I sent some inbox messages through Messenger that there's about 12 instances of where Hillary used extremely foul language and was berating her Secret Service detail and oh, yeah. people don't know that she people don't know that she hit the Secret Service guy in a limousine in the back of the head with a freaking Bible. They don't know that. It needs to get out there. Trump needs to bring all this stuff to life that the alphabet networks are not saying because they're all in her pocket. And something I find really funny is y'all talked about Billy Bush earlier, just got suspended. Mm. Everyone that's that's signed on with Clinton is basically tying their own noose because if they screw up one iota she's going to have them removed because they're no longer of a good standing service to her
3: interesting Daniel thank you so much for the call thanks for your support in Mississippi tonight 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. Again, 888-900-3393. Chris and I, I believe Mike and maybe even Ty, will be tweeting throughout the debate tonight as well, so you can join us on Twitter and get our comments throughout the program. And then we'll offer a post-debate analysis and review, and we'll get your calls afterwards as well. So if you have thoughts, remember that number, 888-900-3393. You
4: know what's odd? I've, I've been, you, you chronicled how... Uh, uh, Raging Bull uh, came out earlier, De Niro, and just wanted to punch Trump in the face over all these mm-hmm. comments. And then Voight responded to him, John Voight, of course, oh, big that's Trump right. supporter. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Scott Scott Baio of of Happy Days. Did you realize he, I mean, he's a big yeah. Trump supporter as well?
3: He was, in, yeah. Charles
4: Scott in Baio, this, yeah, Charles in charge as well. Yeah, that's right. Scott Baio drops Chachi. 50 Shades of Truth on Trump's dirty talk. Grow up, ladies, he said. This is how guys talk when you're not around, <clears throat> says Chachi.
6: So, um, who? Well, by I, the way, I, I don't know if that's helping.
4: I I, really I don't know that mind. it is either. It's just that they're all weighing in, and you've got uh, Miley Cyrus out there calling Trump disgusting, Miss twerker herself. Wait
3: a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What? Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, Miley yeah. Cyrus is complaining about Donald Trump. Oh, he's disgusting. Have yeah. <laughs> you seen what she has done and been I, and represented? I the know. lowest brow, lowest common denominator, smut that is that is public, <laughs> publicly known. Without buying from uh, you know some guy that has to grab it from behind the counter in a brown mm, bag,
4: mm, Rihanna, wow, you
3: friggin hypocrites!
4: Rihanna yeah. and Beyonce, who are pictured in the and some of the latest internet memes, grabbing themselves in an area on in that area on stage, they're also uh, being called out as massive hypocrites. And
6: well,
4: Mark Cuban, the owner of the Democrat Mavericks, is pictured in a in a a photo where he is in obviously in public with a woman in a swimsuit. He is in cut off short shorts, which really looks, you know, kind of. I, I, I'm sorry, just terrible on a man, might I say? But anyway, he's uh, he is in a very compromising position with this woman in public, and uh, the owner of the Democrat Mavericks, um, also who has been very critical of Trump.
3: Mike, what's going on with these uh, Hillary emails? There's some more information with Jake Tapper
6: getting in. Yeah, this is kind of funny, actually. And this is from the John Podesta dump of okay. emails. And this was an email from Jennifer Palmieri uh, back and forth saying, hey, uh, Jake Tapper has requested an hour-long interview with HRC and then said, seriously. And uh, they were just saying, you know, this is this is uh, actually the, the question here is the right question. And at the end of it, it says... Why is Jake Tapper such a um, a Richard? A short oh, term for yes. Richard. Right. Why is Jake Tapper such a Richard? Oh, that's so, the
4: that's the Democrats' word for an actual journalist who believes in being <laughs> for being actual fair to Republicans and Democrats.
6: But uh, Tapper got a hold of this because his people are scouring the you know thousands of WikiLeaks mm-hmm. document dumps, yes. and you know we should check and see if any of our names or Mr. Beck's name shows up in these. There is a, there's a search function on WikiLeaks. Uh, but Tapper posted it and basically said, uh, it's a question that has confounded millions of people for hundreds <laughs> of years. <laughs> so I have to give that huge props. Way to go, Jake. That's nice Le-
4: job, Jake Tapper. Now you That's, realize uh...
6: Tapper's whole existence as a big-time journalist comes from the fact that he got into the national eye because he dated Monica Lewinsky.
4: I did not know that.
6: Yeah,
3: so obviously he has some eye troubles um, that has affected his career. He's still able to read a. uh,
6: She's a lovely young lady. If you (laughs) Google,
3: she's no longer young, and she's never been lovely. I got to call you out on that one.
4: (laughs) Isn't that in the eye of the doc? Isn't that in the eye of the beholder? That's why I I
3: said he's obviously got some eye troubles there, but he can still read a teleprompter. So good for Jake (laughs) Tapper, succeeding (laughs) with such a great handicap.
6: Have you guys gone after Schwarzenegger as well? Okay,
3: I was just about to bring this up.
6: Okay, no. okay, okay. Are you guys kidding me?
3: Oh, this is maybe one of the most outrageous things. So Schwarzenegger posts, I believe on his Facebook, and let me share this with you, this very heartfelt...
6: Read it um, like he
3: would. Come on now. Arnold, Arnold (laughs) heartfelt about the election. I'm not a really good Arnold (laughs) person here, sorry. He said... For the first time since I became a citizen in 1983, I will not vote for the Republican candidate for president. Like many Americans, I've been conflicted by this election. I still haven't made up my mind about how exactly I will vote next month. I've been a proud Republican since I moved to America in 1968 and heard Nixon's words about getting government off our backs, free trade, and defending our liberty with a strong military. That day, I joined the party of Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, and Ronald Reagan. But as a As proud as I am to label myself a Republican, there is one label that I hold above all else, American. So I want to take a moment today to remind my fellow Republicans that it is not only acceptable to choose your country over your party, it is your duty. Here's the problem with that. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as governor of California, empowered the state of California to get on people's backs. Arnold Schwarzenegger supported, actively supported George uh, W. Bush, who grew government massively. In fact, had it not been for President Obama, President Bush would be even more, obviously, such a failure when it comes to growing government. But if Donald Trump, or, or excuse me, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is putting this out there because he's offended, although he didn't mention it, by Donald Trump's comments about women... Let me remind you, not only did Arnold Schwarzenegger have multiple wives that he cheated on, he diddled the maid and got her pregnant.
6: Yes, hello. But Doc, Doc, he's just come back from a trip to Germany where he and the love child of his relationship with the maid attended Oktoberfest. So, you know, there's parenting going on there. What are you trying to say? He's
3: uh, he's part of the uh, the party of Lincoln, um, Reagan, Teddy Roosevelt. They all diddled the maid, right? <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> or Jefferson, if we're supposed Jefferson. to believe the rumors. Okay, he may have diddled the
6: <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is your daddy and for what does first, he do? The first time in my life I am not going to be voting for Republican. Republican. <laughs> voting
3: for the maid the maid i tell you this is the hypocrisy i'm talking about so by any measure if you question why uh, schwarzenegger is not supporting trump trump uh, schwarzenegger is a hypocrite if it's because well i believe in smaller government you grew government in california you supported all kinds of green things that grew government in a big way and supported the federal government growing and if you're doing it because you think he's immoral (laughs) <laughs> okay
6: pot me kettle you're black
3: thank you so you used to be somebody I could trust <laughs> uh,
6: well, wow this is a uh, crazy oh, failure oh, oh. stop way, way, it we did we, it's not a tumor <laughs> we did find a
0: we
3: it's did a baby find, uh, it's not a tumor you we, idiot
6: <laughs> the request for uh, apprentice tapes David Brock, oh, who you've seen okay. with the crazy hair on MSNBC and part of Media Matters and all that stuff, he has offered to pay any legal fees of any apprentice, producer, or staff member who may have damaging tapes of Donald wow. Trump. Wow. It's
4: where we are.
3: Uh, okay, let's get to some uh, some tweets and calls. Calls, 888 900 We'll also get to uh, some of your tweets. Let's go to Greg in Oregon. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you guys. I love your show. Thank you, sir. Thank you sincerely. Who is your dad? Yeah,
1: um, I, I think Trump should be sincere and apologize and say I may have touched women in proper places, but I have such small hands. I don't think they filled it.
3: <laughs>
6: they never knew it was a mosquito to them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they never know, right? Just uh, don't we- know. Would you call Hillary out on her hypocrisy over similar things with her and her husband?
1: Yes, uh, definitely. Um she she's a work of art. She's a piece of she's a piece uh, of something. And, yeah. Yes, and uh so is he. So uh, I'm I'm voting for Joe Kraft Ragman, so uh it's it's really it's really hard to see our country going down this path, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, people need to get their head out of their backside and, and take a look at the whole picture. We're in trouble. We are in trouble.
3: I agree. I think a lot of people feel that way, and I don't think just conservatives feel that way. No. Uh, no. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, buddy, Thank you man. so much Appreciate for the comments. It. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, said he was a mole tweeting at blaze radio at dr thompson show at chris salcedo a rapist talking about another rapist um is i'm not sure which thing he was referencing i I don't think
4: donald trump has been well uh, uh, Brittany pounders brought this up about the alleged child rape which i'm i I have to be honest with you guys i'm not familiar I, i know the charges out there i'm not familiar that it has any basis at all in truth
3: uh, let's see here. JR15 tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. If Hillary says anything to Trump about uh, the P word, will uh, will he walk out and grab Tim Kaine? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> or, or Jeb.
3: Wow. Or <laughs> <Such a, laughs> Ted Cruz. Wow. That's such a low blow, JR15. Good
4: grief. It's it's tough, tough. I don't get any respect anymore.
3: By the way, jr Fifteen had another brilliant one. Um, if you use Tic Tacs before sexual assaults, they're definitely sin amines. Oh, sin immense See, get They're it. sin. It I
4: saw what he did there. That was that was. Should good. I have stopped yeah, before did. I got to that point? Just saying.
3: <clears throat> uh, there's a, a tweet that is getting catching fire again from months ago from Juanita Broderick that I retweeted earlier today, and this is from like the beginning of the year. It has uh, eighty thousand tweets, and I think ten thousand of them have come just in the last. Um, Last 48 hours. She said, I was 35 years old when Bill Clinton, Arkansas Attorney General, raped me and Hillary tried to silence me. I'm now 73. It never goes away. So, Juanita Broderick's uh, story is just catching fire once again.
4: Again. Again. And, and, and you know what? It does, go, it does speak to this whole idea that I think that Americans are going to be asking themselves about these, if Hillary Clinton is back in there, these political dynasties. I mean, we, we couldn't find anybody else. Other than other than somebody with such baggage than Hillary Clinton to run uh, run for president. And I, I'm sorry. And uh, I, I don't want to let off Donald Trump for anything that he's said or, or anything that he's done. But if the Republican Party and this has been my my mantra, my position from the very uh, from the very beginning of the campaign, if the Republican Party were halfway adherent to their conservative planks, to their conservative ideals and had been somewhat effective of pushing back against this left-wing lurch this country has been, has been enduring under the last eight years. There would have been no room for Donald Trump. There would have there would already been a leader that emerged. Uh, faith in the Republican Party would not have been as damaged as it was. But the only reason why the outsider brand it was so valuable in this election was because of the failure of those who were on the inside. And Mitch McConnell and John Boehner, they are yes. emblematic of those people.
3: No, Chris, you're absolutely right. Here's the thing. For the people that on the left are outraged by Donald Trump, and this is uh, Robert De Niro, President Obama, Hillary, the average person, whatever. If you are outraged that Donald Trump is the candidate, the Republican candidate, you've got to take some some responsibility in this as well. Your huge surge to the left... The the fanning the flames of discontent, playing identity politics, and all of this nonsense is partially responsible for where we are right now. I mean, that's just a fact. Look, here's how I can prove it. If Ted Cruz was the nominee right now, would Robert De Niro be going, you know, maybe Cruz. You know, he seems like a good guy. I got a little, no. you know, let me get into the. What no. would he be saying about Ted Cruz? He would be saying he's an abomination. He be- He's anti-gay. He hates the queers. This is what they'd be saying about Cruz because he's so Christian, right? Mm-hmm. This is what they would he would be saying. Either so, either way, you know, uh,
4: whoever whoever was going to, if it was Jeb Bush
3: up there, they would they'd they would be, be saying finding, the, outraged, right?
4: Katrina, Katr- his brother did Katrina. It's another Bush. It, 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 it would have been a complete relitigation of of the Bush era, right? I'm um, the
3: Democrats. Right. These are the types of things that they would be saying. They just they're so outraged by Trump and they would have you believe that. No, no, this is beyond politics and Republicans. Yeah, we wouldn't have liked any Republican, but Trump is, you know, it takes it to a completely different level. No, you may feel that way, but you've played that same game every damn election. So you're a little bit like the little boy who cried wolf.
4: And I I really hasten to point this out again, again. And you guys know where I stand on this. I think it's it's anybody but anybody but Hillary in my in my view. And my my initial reaction to this Trump tape, and it's going to be a a big deal for days to come, is his eleven year utterance uttered eleven years ago. It has all of a sudden not made our debt disappear. That hasn't rebuilt our savage military. (laughs) Has made uh, has it made the anti Democrat or the anti American Democrat foreign policy good for our country? All of a sudden, has it stopped our premiums from skyrocketing? Has it erased the erosion of household median income over the last eight years? Magically okay. employed ninety four million folks. You guys get the point. What's Absolutely. being what's what's being missed is a referendum on what this election ought to be about. Is how this country's been driven into the dirt the last eight years, courtesy of President Obama and his Democrats and. This is a perfect excuse for the press to cover anything but that.
3: By the way, why is Debbie Wasserman Schultz offended by what Donald Trump said? She's safe. Well, I mean, Debbie, you're safe. Trust me, you're safe. You have nothing to fear. You're good. You're good. You're all safe from Trump, from the rest of us. You're good. You're okay. mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, at Doc Thompson show, the Steve 42 tweeting, my cat refuses to watch tonight's debate. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. You can't
6: yeah. well, understand why, grabbed. Why, wow. Why, yeah.
3: You're going to be safe. Don't worry. <laughs> I wish he had described or included a k- picture of his cat. <clears throat> just curious about that. Wow. Uh, the, uh, real Ben Carson, who by the way is not the real Ben Carson <laughs> tweeting. Whoa. At stunt brain had to dig through the Podesta dump. He needs a raise.
6: <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, I see what you did there. The Not minute the, real Ben Carson. The minute you, the minute you said
4: that, I was like, okay, that's just. There's just so many images there. I don't want to have in my. I had to scratch out my mind's eye. Just so you know,
6: if you look at the real Ben Carson's Twitter account, uh-huh. it, the the background image is giant meteor 2016. <laughs> I, wow. know, I know it's hilarious. I, one. <laughs>
4: hey, hey guys, we have some of the the audio. From Trump sitting together with those those Clinton accusers. Oh, let's and, go. You, do you want to hear some
1: of
3: this? Yeah, Hold a on bit. a second.
6: Mm-hmm. Coming, and these four very courageous women have asked to be here, and it was our honor to help them. And I think they're each going to make just an individual short statement, and then we will have a little meeting, and uh, we'll see you at the debate.
3: Okay, right there. So he's he's saying that uh, that yep. yeah they're going to be there. How they are used, we shall see. Okay, um, we're getting ready to. Uh, oh, they're sitting next to the Trump family. Um, wow, that's that's pretty powerful. That he had to do something. Yep. All right, hmm. we're going to turn this thing over to the debate. We'll be tweeting it uh, throughout the program. So at Chris Salcedo TX at Chris Salcedo TX. At Doc Thompson Show, at Stunt Brain, and at Ty Johnson News if you want to contact any of us via Twitter. And then immediately following the debate, which will likely include some fireworks, we'll get to your calls, more analysis, and more opinion on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Blaze Radio Network.